Okay, hold on. You're telling me there's a reason for all of this? You mean I'm not just a human? Here to just get by in this life? No, you're a light. And that's why you're here, right now, listening to us, the Seven Stars. Where each week, we bring you the energy of now, helping you understand yourself from the inside out, and providing you the tools and the relief to live this life free. Here is where the truth begins. Well, it's a sad day, Becca, isn't it? Sure is, you guys. We have broken up with ourselves. Yep, yep. <laughs> Do you have the breakup blues? Because God, for a lot of people, that's what it really feels like. Yeah, you know, I want to say Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. <laughs> but we're in the breakup blues, mm-hmm. you know, and... It's actually really exciting. It's it's comical. You know, well, it's really honest, comical. When you go through a breakup, isn't it exciting? It, after you get over yourself, mm-hmm. after you get over mm-hmm. the victim and the obsession and all the woundy stuff and yep. the hit to go back and forth, the roller coaster, mm-hmm. you find yourself, do you not? Yep. yep. So here we are. We have broken up with ourselves and we're going to break it down for you. Skylar, have you broken up with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was just reflecting, like, when you hope, how do you find yourself after breaking up with yourself? Yeah. Is that not the real question that we're going to try and answer? Yeah, in we're going to do it differently. We're going to do it differently. Mm-hmm. We're going to find ourselves not from getting underneath someone else. Yes. Or externally trying to create. Mm-hmm. We are actually going to teach you and talk about how to fly mm-hmm. this year. Well, and to understand um, who who you're becoming and feeling every single part of this breakup, essentially, because um, if you look at when we break up with people, um, we have patterns that we all find ourselves going back to. We yes. either cope or we, you know, go out, we seek something. Not a lot of people really sit and allow themselves to feel every single part of the breakup every every sadness every anger whatever you know and feeling comes up inside of you story because it hits your wounds Mm -hmm. a breakup hits your fucking wounds how many times have we had that that moment with that breakup whether it be a lover a friend you know anybody where it hits your wounds and then you start hearing the narrations Mm -hmm. of i'm a piece of shit she's prettier, he's better, whatever it is, you start to abuse yourself. Yes. So as we're in this week right now, realize that you're just simply going through a breakup and it's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to explain the energy side behind it just so that you can understand how you got here and why you're going through a breakup. Well, can we talk about like an actual breakup and density first? Yeah, go ahead. What is one of the biggest languages that you hear when people break up? Like, you know, outside of like, you know, even if we include maybe, you know, affairs or cheating or or whatever, like the big things is the language that we have is we lost ourselves. We just stopped being who we were. That's really what happens in a breakup is you just like, you know what, you realize that you've strayed so far from who you once were Mm -hmm. that you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. You thought you had made the the right choices to chase down happiness or whatever, and you just realize that like you made one too many compromises in your life, and that you're just sad now. Mm-hmm. 
So now we've broken up with ourselves. Wow. <laughs> we made one so many compromises that we're just unhappy with who we are. So I'm just going to start this off with a quote because I think this is a good one. I do not really know whether I have survived. My inner self has shut itself up more and more as though to protect itself. It has become inaccessible even to me. Mm -hmm. Wow, that makes me emotional. That's so we really, we really need to take this new personal breakup with ourselves as a way to reestablish who we really are and what we really want yeah. and how we want that life to live. Mm -hmm. And how, how do we move on from version one? that you know really got us to this point yeah and i feel like this is the gateway for me to talk about what version one really was and this is the big aha moment i feel for a lot of people is version one is your program life mm -hmm. is your ai is your program it's the life that you built unconsciously from a script that was never yours to begin with mm -hmm. So if you have been, say, doing any type of personal work on yourself, you can see where you just walked your own program. Mm -hmm. Well, let's break down what that looks like living yes. from that script. Yes. That would be going to maybe a school because you have been told this is the school you need to go to or even going to a secondary school because this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you've been living your life for other well, people. I talked about this in a session last night where it's like if you ask majority of the population why they got married, nobody has an answer for you other than I love that person mm -hmm. or whatever. Nobody can really give that deeper language because they they did it because everybody else was doing it. Mm -hmm. Not to say that your marriage is wrong or anything like that, but go in with yourself and see like why you got together with somebody that you did. Then the second part of that is ask somebody who has kids why you had kids. And a large majority of people will say, I don't know, or it was the next thing to do, or it was, I always wanted it, but they don't go any deeper than that to understand why they did it. Again, mm -hmm. not bad. Nobody's judging it, but we're just showing you how 1.0 was ruled by a program externally. Yes. Okay? 1.0 is all about the external. It's all about how you look. It's all about what everybody else is doing so that you can fit into a sense of belonging mm -hmm. outside yourself. Mm -hmm. You have an unconscious script, meaning you have no internal dialogue in 1.0. Mm -hmm. Well, you're living your life to make other people happy. Exactly. Oh, I don't want to raise a fuss because I'll make mom or dad sad. Mm -hmm. Or I don't want to speak the truth because I'm going to make my brothers or sisters angry at me because I don't really want to go to a like the wedding or the birthday party mm -hmm. or even just mm -hmm. visit them mm -hmm. oh i don't want to speak up to my boss because i'm afraid that i will lose my job and then i won't be able to pay my bills version 1.0 of you lived in fear it was ruled by fear and it doesn't need to happen anymore yeah and 1.0 what everybody needs to understand because i can hear the questions of it's like well how the fuck did we even get here if you look at it, for the last four, almost five years, okay, consciousness on the planet has raised. So you can kind of see it as like um, a thermometer. And five years ago, it was at zero. Okay. So as that thermometer has moved up over the last five years, humanity has moved up in consciousness and awareness. You can even see it in your own life. If you're listening to this podcast, you know, content that you're taking in, books that you're reading, the world has moved up on this thermometer. So... 
the world for the last four years could not handle 2.0. Mm-hmm. Could not. It could not exist. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just was impossible. So consciousness started externally. So you in your life can see how you started to look at things externally, how you started to look at what Skylar's talking about, maybe my relationship with my mom, how I'm speaking, all these things externally. Now you've had that breakup and now you're with Mm 2.0. You truly are. But 1.0 is an asshole right now. 1.0 is that, that, that ex that didn't want you to break up with them. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly texting. They're doing whatever they can to fucking get to you so that you believe what 1.0 is saying. Mm-hmm. So take that in. That is the breakup energy of right now. So mm-hmm. let's put that in density things. The, the world essentially lived off of jealousy, mm-hmm. fear, Lack, what was no, the other Jealousy, jealousy competition, greed. and greed. Jealousy, competition, and greed. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And that's what we've been chasing for Ever. thousands of years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's really become prevalent in our society. You see it everywhere. Everyone's always trying to make more money, get the lifestyle to retire. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is be on holidays or I would love to live the life of an artist and just paint all day, but I have to work. I have to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Jealousy, greed, competition. competition, and greed. And greed. Yes. Okay, perfect. That's where it's come from. Mm -hmm. So now as we try to leave that, right? Because the consciousness has enough people have said yes yes to try and change the energy of the world. Mm -hmm. Which is why if you look at the news, you look at the world right now, it is so heightened. Mm -hmm. So now that you've said yes and you've kind of split up from that X, Mm -hmm. from that jealousy, greed, Mm -hmm. competition. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They are calling you back because you still have to pay bills. (laughs) You still, hey, that new dress that's out there, that new purse or whatever the fuck it is that's coming out there. Mm-hmm. Hey, come get this, you know, mm-hmm. chase this thing because you know you want it because mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to establish is how do you do that now? From 2.0. From 2.0. 2. 2. Yes. 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 And every, Skylar had an amazing session last week that gave amazing, amazing imagery and I'm going to share with it. And he was standing on this ledge and all of a sudden there was like this big, huge canvas. Okay. And this, it's white. There's nothing there. And he can tell himself, well, fuck, I don't know how to paint this canvas. I don't know how to become on this side of the Where canvas. Where do I start? Where do I start? Like I have to pick up this brush. I don't fucking know. I don't know how to paint. I don't know how to do. And then all of a sudden his imagery was look on the back of the canvas for the last four years. You just built the paint by number. Mm-hmm. So take that in. You're no different. The back of your canvas has your entire paint by number. Already on it. Already on it. Mm -hmm. But when you're on the front, you can't see it. All you can do is um, begin begin and trust. And trust it. And do it. And then as you do it, all of a sudden you're like, how the fuck did I know how to do this? Because the paint by number has already been built. Mm-hmm. It's already been walked. Mm-hmm. You have the wisdom. You have the knowledge. But you have to understand yourself now. And that is why it feels weird. Because we're so used to living with the X. Mm-hmm. Well, to add to that image, the reason why you know how to do it is because you turned your light on. Yes. Mm-hmm. You turn your light on, guess what? Behind the canvas... And that paint by numbers all now is showing through the mm-hmm. backside as you're standing there mm-hmm. looking at it. Mm-hmm. So you literally just have to kind of 
zoom in a little bit, paint the one area mm -hmm. and, and move on. Cause it's already sitting there for you. You just have to turn your light on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, and do what you can to keep that light on, which comes from sustaining in and working towards and embodying that 2.0 because the 1.0 will do whatever it can to get the light off so that you sit there and you question, you have doubt, you say, I don't know. You say, this is hard. You, you know, well, you, you stop yourself. Let's give some examples so people can really understand mm -hmm. what's happening here. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is let's just put it into imagery for you. There is 2.0, okay, and that is a Lego man and he is over here, okay? And then there's a Lego man over here and he is 1.0. Mm -hmm. So what happens is the truth is right now, you are 2.0. Everybody alive is 2.0. They mm -hmm. truly are, okay? Mm -hmm. You are 2.0. Now you've broken up with 1.0 and 1.0 starts talking to you. Okay. So notice it. 1.0 is yippity yapping. That is your quote unquote ego. That is your program. That is the voice inside of you. That is not you. Mm -hmm. The sabotage. Okay. It mm -hmm. is, it is a sabotaging voice. Yep. So that voice is specific to each person. So an example of it, number one could be, people aren't listening to themselves about what 2.0 is guiding them. So their 2.0 is guiding you by throwing a snowball saying, you know, change your hair, start cleaning up your house, you know, uh, go on this, go, go book a flight for this place. Maybe it's start sessions with us, you know, listen to this podcast, send an email, send an email, do this stuff. And it doesn't make sense logically mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so then 1.0 starts yapping being like see da 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 you're a piece of shit you're this this is your life forever whatever and tries to pull you back in if you have no awareness of yourself and of this you get pulled in cue victim rescue abuser self-sabotage yes well and 1.0 will sabotage with fixed outcomes yes so it will tell you okay if you send this email they're not going to respond and it's going to be X, Y, Z. Or mm -hmm. if you book the flight, um, it's going to be way too expensive and it's not even going to be worth it. You take it. no action. Yeah. You take no action. How about if I buy this shirt, I'm going to be happy. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's that the other thing. Which doesn't mm -hmm. happen. So, but you know, if you buy the next shirt or the next pair of pants, then you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Buy the shoes, buy the next thing. You need mm -hmm. to have a certain, that's, a certain job. You need that's to have chasing exactly. happiness without looking within that is textbook version 1.0 yes. and that's mm -hmm. what the world has flipped from once we've broken up with ours yes mm -hmm. and the first like six months of you know the energy report that i put out for 2024 really talks about this and how there is nowhere really in the world at all for the next six months for sure that you can hide from 1.0 mm -hmm. which is meaning hiding from yourself so if you haven't been doing any type of work and that's okay, you're going to be feeling this inside and you're going to be like, I feel depressed. I feel down. Life feels doom and gloom. Like I just what's feel next? Like, what's next? Empty. Lots of sadness. Becca and I have really, really been knowing, noticing this on social media, you know, um, TikTok for sure. So many videos of people into the thousands mm -hmm. that are saying this exact theme because they have broken up with themselves and they have un no awareness that they have. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is literally 1.0, a aka their AI and their program is trying to destroy them. Mm -hmm. Literally trying to mm -hmm. get you to literally combust literally 
you know, off yourself, Mm -hmm. literally leave this planet, do whatever you can. Why? Because you matter. Mm -hmm. Take that in because you matter. You have a feeling inside of yourself to turn yourself on, as Skylar would say, to be that five point star. So the program does not want you to be alive. Hello? The program wants you to stay small. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because if the if you found out how infinitely powerful you are yeah. and you started to make steps towards that. You create. You, you create and mm-hmm. you can change your world mm-hmm. and then you can change the world. Well, and it's so fascinating because if you look at it and Coco, you had said this to somebody There are people out there who are thriving and surviving in their Mm 1.0. So they have, if, if, if somebody who is okay in their 1.0 were to listen to this, they would have no fucking clue what we were talking about. They'd be like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm good. I'm this, I'm that. But those of you who are having that feeling inside of you of, you know, what's next, you know, how, how am I going to move through this energy? like we have just said, you are already in that 2.0 and Mm -hmm. there is a better way Mm -hmm. and it will be okay. You can understand yourself, but it's just accepting the fact that your 1.0 now can't sustain itself in this energy. So that's why there's that rigid sort of fight unknownness happening in yourself right now. And it's not scary and it's not hard and don't mistake it for um, the doom and gloom that you feel in a density breakup you know Mm -hmm. like oh my god like that person was everything to me you know you said a really good post the landslide quote from the dixie chick say that because that's um that's what's happening yes so this really encompasses everything it's i've been afraid of changing because i built my life around you yeah and that's what happens is we build whether it's somebody outside of us or you know because we're speaking of ourselves we build ourselves based on the external things and when that starts to crumble we don't know how to move on from that because our whole life was built around that whether it was you know like Skylar was saying a career um, an education a person um, something that creates such a heavy identity Identity. begins to break Mm -hmm. and you have to be okay with letting that go because when you let go, there's so much more over here on the other side that you can then discover um, tenfold. Yeah, and I was just talking about this in a session as well. And, you know, maybe you guys can help me break it down because for all of us, one of the big things that have helped us with our breakup is going into the worst case scenarios of what 1.0 is saying so that you can be free in 2.0. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it, it's like, if this 1.0 is chirping at you, is throwing daggers at you and is saying like, you are fucking fat, you're fucking ugly, like whatever they're saying, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, you're going to be broke. This is your life forever. Whatever the case may be, there is still that 1%, 10%, however much inside of you that resonates with that. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, 1.0 wants the worst case scenario to always happen because then you live out the 1.0. Yes. And I remember Skylar years and years and years ago really brought this to the forefront with me. And when I was going through um, some stuff with my ex and, and my companies back then and, you know, emails were coming my way and all these things. And I was like literally bawling my eyes about it, wanting to be a victim. Like, why would he say that? Or why would they say that? And he looked at me and he said, because 1% even Coco of it is true. 
And that changed my life because I stopped pointing the fingers at everyone and started looking at myself and being like, I am what you say I am because there is still that little bit inside of me. And then when I accepted it, it goes away. It Mm -hmm. does because then 1.0 has nothing to throw at. Mm -hmm. But when you're not going there within yourself, when you're Mm -hmm. not looking at that worst case scenario and challenging and challenging it it still then exists and mm-hmm. then it cues the program it cues victim it it cues that my favorite line what was me mm-hmm. well skylar and i had this conversation with somebody i think it was almost a year ago and we had asked this person what is your worst case scenario and they came back to us and were like i don't have a worst case scenario because this is the only option for me this is my life and we looked at that person and we <laughs> were like you're joking and you are lying to yourself because yes. Everybody has a worst case scenario. I'll use myself as the example. My worst case scenario would be moving back to Saskatchewan and having to move in with my mom. Yeah. That would be worst case scenario. So, but you've gone there. I've I've gone there and I've literally imagined myself getting getting on a plane, plane. getting off (laughs) the plane, getting into her car, getting into her house, getting into my old fucking teenager fucking (laughs) bedroom, sitting on the bed being like, what the fuck how did i get here what choices did i not make what choices did i make to get myself here how the fuck did i get here and then you have the conversation to be like okay what is the flip side of that and how can i move in the other fucking direction and not make that my fucking reality or my truth exactly okay that's this is this is great but what i what i love is what if that was your reality and the truth exactly what is so fucking bad about that well, I Honestly, mean, but here's yeah. Like, just wait, what is so bad about trying to do something different? Mm-hmm. And uh, we can still use you for an example. Yeah. You tried to do something different. You left Canada. You moved to Greece. Yeah. Things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you wound up having to move back to Canada and live with your mom. As a different mom. person. But mm-hmm. you're a completely different person. But what was what is wrong? What is legitimately wrong with trying to do something different? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing that I know we've talked about lots before. Mm-hmm. And if it's this, if you're a human being and your life right now is as good as it's going to get, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be stuck in traffic for fucking an hour and a half in the morning to work fucking 10 or 12 hour days at work at a job you fucking hate to sit in traffic for an hour and a half on the way home to be be in a relationship with someone you don't really, really talk to or don't really, really like and you fight all the time Mm -hmm. to fucking stay busy on the weekends doing shit you don't want to fucking do, Right. If this is your life and this is what you know your life is like right now and you look into the future and you're like, fuck, that's what my next 20 fucking years is until maybe I retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is as good as it's going to get. You already know it. You've peaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or are you a light being? You pick up and you try again. <laughs> Not even so much pick up, picking up and trying again. Are you a light being? Do you believe there's something better? There's a better way to live. Yeah. Because what's wrong with doing something different? What's wrong with trying to move to Greece and live there for as long as possible? Mm-hmm. Because if you fail, at worst, if you fail and you move back to Regina, mm-hmm. every person could come up to you and be like, hey, wow, you moved to Greece? That's amazing. Well, I mean, I failed. I didn't do what I was able to do. Mm-hmm. But you lived in Greece for a week, a month, mm-hmm. a year, three years, seven years, ten years. Mm-hmm. That is more than what people do in their lifetimes because they are just waking up to go to work, Mm -hmm. to come home, to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. So did you fail? Is it a failure to move back into your mom's place? Hell no, because at least you fucking tried. Mm -hmm. The fear of 
having to move back into your mom's place because you failed is what stops people from trying in the and first it, and, place. And That's what we're breaking up with exactly, is that fear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and thanks for that, Skylar, because yeah. using Becca's example, and I just mentored on this last night, is I had said to somebody, if all of a sudden I wasn't mentoring tomorrow and there was nobody to mentor and all of a sudden I had to go work at a coffee shop here in Greece, mm-hmm. what would you say about me? What would you say that, sorry, what would you say that I would say about that? Mm -hmm. And she wrote, well, at least you're making coffee in Greece. And I said, no, that's what you would say about me. What would I say about that? Mm -hmm. And so if we use that, that could be my worst case scenario. Say, Mm -hmm. for example, I would say, I'm happy to be here making coffee in Greece and meeting people. I'm still being myself. I'm still having great conversations. I'm still posting my information, my wisdom. I'm still doing a podcast. Nobody's here, Mm -hmm. but I'm still doing it because I would rather be making coffee anywhere in the world at Mm -hmm. this point, the slums of India or Mm -hmm. Kelowna or here, Mm -hmm. than live the life that I once lived because I'm a better being now. I understand myself better. And because you go into the worst case scenario, you can start to embody 2.0 and 1.0 can't say shit. Because the external doesn't define the internal and who you are and how you operate through your day to day. Exactly. You'd rather live authentically you than a fake version to make everything everyone else happy exactly mm-hmm. or to make that's, yourself belong and that's where the true freedom yes. lies yes. in all of this is you are being authentically you whatever you is that you want to do with a certain level of understanding as to why you're doing it obviously because mm-hmm. we can't operate from wounds but being authentically you and not worrying about so much the opinions of others on the opposite side of that is freedom. Mm-hmm. That's why we're breaking up with ourselves mm-hmm. because we've spent so long living with that story and that fear of being afraid of who we are. Mm-hmm. The, your ego, your old self, version 1.0 wants to stop you from being who you are. Mm-hmm. They want you to keep fucking going into work, driving two hours and having a miserable fucking life. They want you in that story of pain mm-hmm. because well, it's also unconscious because it's also known and comfortable mm-hmm. that pain is comfortable because if we got rid of that pain and we moved into happiness what do we have then what story do we have none yeah if we start living authentically as ourselves what stories do we have to tell yeah and look and look at the trap of 1.0 it's all external it wants you to have the external chase it wants you to have the label the box the place the clothes the whatever because if you have that then you're stuck in that and you have no identity no awareness no internal dialogue with yourself you are a victim to your 2.0 well if you're chasing the job if you're chasing the money you're chasing the clothes and you're chasing the nice things those things are intangible Because when is the job ever good enough? When is the money good enough? When are the clothes good enough? When is the fucking, what's the last thing I said? Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) The problem is it's never good enough because you're always chasing the next thing because there's always going to be a better job. There's always going to be a better outfit. There's always going to be more money Mm -hmm. and you're never going to be satisfied and you're never going to be happy and you're going to be wearing yourself out and killing yourself for something that you will never ever reach yes and if that 
is continually happening in your life, you know, say you do get that job at the beautiful coffee shop and, you know, you get the new clothes and you do your hair, but you still have that fucking feeling inside of you that's like, well, it still isn't good enough because you got the job, the clothes and the hair to fulfill something outside of you instead of flipping it to realize that it's something inside of you that is asking for attention because us sitting here could, yeah, go get the job at a coffee shop, could go sweep dirt off of freaking decks and do whatever. And it wouldn't make us wobble inside of us at all. Yeah. We're not, we're not chasing, um, that external validation. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I was, you know, when I first started my work almost five years ago, I was absolutely fucking sent about having to go work at Starbucks. That was the story that I live by is Mm -hmm. I just built all these companies. This is who I've been for the last decade, but now I'm only worth working at Starbucks. That was the story I told myself when actuality Starbucks would have been unreal. Cleaning would have been unreal for me. All the things because I would have believed in myself and found my worth Mm -hmm. through that. Mm -hmm. That's what that was for. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a different journey where I found that through stepping into my truth and, 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 and all of this, but you can see where you have to get real with yourself now and realize that 1.0 is an abusive fucking asshole Mm -hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And all that 1.0 wants to do is sabotage your life, make you believe that you are a piece of shit and not worthy of anything. Mm-hmm. And I said this the other day, and I'm going to really say this. This is a big aha moment for how you conquer the breakup. There's one thing in life that is actually, you know, finite and you cannot circumvent around it. You are going to die. You are literally going to leave this body of form at some point in the next 60, 70 years, however old you are. When you actually start there and go into that, everything is easy. So go there right now. You're going to die. Literally, you're going to die. Are you happy with the life that you have lived so far? Mm-hmm. Are you happy to be dead and, and, and what you've left as an imprint for yourself? Mm-hmm. Have you lived the way that you want to live? Do mm-hmm. you shine the way that you want to shine? Do you love how you show up every single day? Mm-hmm. When you go into that feeling and that worst case scenario, which is the truth, you're going to die. 1.0 is easy to deal with. Mm-hmm. Because then you have gone to the absolute worst case scenario of your life right now. You're going to die. Tomorrow you're going to die. So now what? So anything that 1.0 is saying is now easy. Because like Skylar says, what the fuck are you scared about? Because going back to Sask and living with your mom when you know that you're going to die. I can't speak for you, but you can probably say to me now with this awareness Mm -hmm. being like, you know what? Going back to SAS, doing what I've done the last three years to Mm -hmm. change my life. I'm fucking happy. Mm -hmm. I will go to SAS and be a different person and a better person. And maybe I'll move on from SAS. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll go there and fucking impact and change and do whatever. But Mm -hmm. you're not being a victim. You're not being a a rescuer and abuser Mm -hmm. to yourself about it Mm -hmm. because you know you're going to die. Well, and I also know who I am 
Exactly. Right? But that mm-hmm. comes with this acceptance. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing about a breakup and why people go back and have a roller coaster, all of us fucking sitting here, is the lack of acceptance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you broke up with somebody or somebody broke up with you. You don't accept it. Why? Because your wounds. Mm-hmm. Your wounds run the show to then let the program fucking in. Mm -hmm. So really, really take that in. Mm -hmm. It's like accept it. Mm -hmm. Accept it. Mm -hmm. And really accept the fact that 1.0 loves the worst case scenario. It wants it to happen. Mm -hmm. That's freedom. Mm -hmm. Accept the fact that there is a certain percentage of truth in the story you tell yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to be... A bad person to have been a bad person Uh is that you all the time Uh no it's not have you been a bad person fuck yes you have probably gossiped about people you've probably said bad things about people you have probably said bad things to people you probably made some shitty choices you've made some shitty choices but that's perfectly okay that's not you all the time Uh but you're living in the story that it is and we don't have to do that anymore Uh you're not here to be perfect okay Uh that's a big thing as well 1.0 wants to be a soldier to the program. So whatever you walked in your journey, you have to shake it off and let it go because you got yourself here. None of that matters. You have to let the breakup happen and you have to let it go. And then this best life that is trying to birth out of you is going to this year because the energy is there Mm -hmm. as the wind beneath your backs to literally internally support this breakup. Take that in. You don't really have to think how you're going to do it. You just have to listen and understand yourself. That's why I've been saying 2024 is all about the internal understanding of yourself. And then the energy is going to push you forward and you're going to be blown away at who you become. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's get into that. Let's talk about the moving on process, how we move on and, you know, really bring ourselves to understand then 2.0 and what that feels like. Yeah. Well, how you move on is first off, you have to admit that you're partially responsible for the ending of the relationship and how, how it went. Yeah. That's really where you got to start. <laughs> you can't sit there and blame version 1.0 for everything and be like, no, that was definitely, that was them. <laughs> Whoa, no, that was them. Yeah. Guess, because guess what? Version 1.0 is literally you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you have to accept, like, you have to accept yeah. that. Yes. That that was me. I did those things. Because it's yeah. so easy and to sit here. Things. Yes, it's so mm-hmm. easy to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like version one was really trying to pull today. Da, 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 but it's like, you okay, so what are you telling yourself? Mm-hmm. How are you operating? Well, the other thing is, is well, if that's version 1.0. Well, then we'll just like chop it here and erase it and delete it. And none of that shit fucking matters. So now you haven't learned anything from version Mm 1.0 that you need to see. That's a classic breakup move. Which guess what? Which just means you just wind up repeating everything Mm -hmm. again because Mm -hmm. you're just avoiding it. So that's where the honesty of being like, okay, some of this shit I'm responsible for. That's turning the fingers. Exactly. What what have I learned? What has this version of me taught me? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I said this to somebody, it's how have we dealt with breakups in the past? And if we look at that, we can really see where we have fed the patterns, where we have not trusted ourselves, where we have just fucking yeah cut it off and tucked it away and been an addict where it's like, you know, the actual breakup that I had two, three years ago, whenever it was, I am so 
grateful that it happened because it was a huge part in how I got here today because it taught me so much, right? So what has your version 1.0 taught you that you don't necessarily want to bring forward anymore? What has your version 1.0 taught you that, you know, you can flip and create something new with? Well, you can see your behaviors and patterns right now. Yes. So behaviors and patterns. Mm -hmm. What does what version 1.0 breakup look like if it's not just a complete cutoff and avoidance? What's the other version that they go to? Oh, it's so painful. Mm -hmm. I need to medicate myself. (laughs) I need to go out. Let's go party. Let's go drink. Let's Let's go have fun. Mm -hmm. Let's go have a bunch of wild sex with a bunch (laughs) of different fucking people. (laughs) Let's avoid the shit out of the pain that we're feeling. That's the other thing version 1.0 loves to do. It's that old line of like, how do you get over somebody? You get underneath somebody else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So So where's the middle? Where's the middle? Feel, again, feel that you are responsible from this. Feel the sadness. Feel the the loneliness, the isolation, everything that comes up with a breakup. Yeah. So that way then you're not getting underneath the bed of someone else. You're not avoiding it, mm-hmm. but also don't sit with it for, in it for too long. Mm-hmm. Because that's also where people go with it is a year from now, they're still fucking talking about the ex that they dated fucking <laughs> yeah. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So feel with it, deal with it, and then let's move on. And understand the truth of it instead of creating a whole story. Yes. Yeah. So break that down for people. Because Skylar, you're good at that. Let's, understanding, let's... The, understanding the truth of things would means you essentially have to be able to look at it sort of like unemotionally. Because if you're looking at it with some sort of emotion, then you're you're looking skewing you're you're skewing outcome. you're skewing the perspective to match a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. Where if you're looking at it kind of like logically. Even though there's emotions involved, you have to look at the emotions kind of as, what's the word I would use? Oh, I'm trying to think of some Spock's fucking quotes in my head here that could probably work. As, well, you're trying to look at his emotions as variables. You need to look at his emotions as variables that affect the outcome. Okay, so if I'm mad, this is kind of like, you know, it's a variable that affects the outcome. Why was I mad? Well, I think, so you have to find a balance between the emotions and the, and the logics. Well, I think the, uh, the simple question yeah, to sort yeah. of tie this all together is look at it and ask yourself, what did this teach me? Yeah, you got to flip the script here. What did this teach me? Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. And then have that conversation with yourself and allow yourself to go there and remove for a moment, remove the victim, abuser, rescuer and remove the feared out hesitancy and just allow yourself to feel what it taught you. Yeah. Well, and it, then I, just on that, if you're removing the victim abuser rescuer, if you have that conversation with a friend, because we are limited in our capacity to see certain things. So sometimes we need to ask someone outside of us, mm-hmm. listen to them. Are they then bringing in the victim abuser rescuer from their side of things mm-hmm. that keeps you back in that story? Or are they actually being sort of impartial? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, I can, I can speak to this because I've really walked my 1.0 breakup um, I feel to be the mentor and then also because I've had I haven't been able to work on it any other time. I feel that I always kind of walk things and experience them so that I can talk about them and mentor them. And in November, December, and even it's you know, comes up every now and then still, I have the 1.0. And this morning I was noticing I was having a conversation with Skylar about literally my 1.0, and he's like, You have to do this yourself. 
because you can see all of the patterns and behaviors of the breakup that is trying to create something because you have nothing so that you go into your addict self. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, he turned it he turned it to me and I sat there and I turned the fingers on me and I was like, okay, this is why this is happening. This is why I'm doing this because that 1% or 5% of me is still um, holding on to what 1.0 is saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I have freedom around that mm-hmm. because I'm owning that within myself. Mm-hmm. When I ex- accept that inside myself, I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm owning it versus mm-hmm. trying to be like, this is the reason, this is the reason, this is this, this is this, I'm pointing the fingers out, I'm able to point them back at myself. And it's not this hard thing. It's just that that acceptance, it's my favorite line on the other side of fear is freedom. Mm -hmm. Because 1.0 is feeding literally a story of fear, Mm -hmm. a fear Mm -hmm. that you're not going to be able to become who you want to be internally, you need it externally. And it's a story. Mm -hmm. It is a story yeah nothing factual there is nothing at all factual it's literally a voice that just says a bunch of fucking words to you yeah literally yeah i know okay so this is the prime example that i'm that i'm going to use this kind of thing of thinking of and it's probably going to take a little bit longer than what you want let's say (laughs) Let's say you break an arm. The doctor oh, like says... Oh, we're going on a scenic route here? No, we're not going oh, on a scenic okay, route. Okay, okay. We're, 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 we're talking about, oh. we're talking about <laughs> like doing the work and trying to um, move away from okay, yes. version 1.0. One, yeah. um, you break an arm. Mm-hmm. The doctor puts it in a cast and says, hey, it's going to be four to six weeks. So you have your arm or whatever in a cast for, for four to six weeks or for four, for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they x-ray and KK should be okay. Cut the cast off. But it's still healing. Mm -hmm. Four to six weeks can sometimes maybe be like six to eight weeks Mm -hmm. until it's back being good again. Yep. Mm -hmm. Give yourself that extra little bit of time to heal. Yes. But now, just wait, just wait. Now that we've gone from the extra, we'll say two to four weeks beyond the four to six weeks, right? It's probably fully healed. Don't be like, well, I broke my arm like two months ago, which would be eight weeks, so I can't use it, mm-hmm. or I have to be very careful with it because eight weeks ago I broke it, mm-hmm. moving into like month three. Because no, it's healed. Now you're just living in the story and the pain <laughs> yes. of when you broke your arm fucking yeah. two oh, months ago. So, true. so there is a time limit that's probably a little bit longer than what you would like, but it's definitely not as long as you're making it out to be. Yeah. Yes, because there, there's post-care. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a post care regime that is a hundred percent necessary, but instead of yeah going into like oh I broke my arm I can't oh ah oh I don't think I can do it it's like okay well how did you break your arm in the first place and what awareness did you gain so that you can go on and you know Dude. not have that same thing happen again. Mm-hmm. Just allow yourself to operate in that awareness versus, you know, the zero to a hundred. It's like, oh God, I, I broke my arm because I wore sunglasses in the dark. Now you're never going to wear sunglasses in the dark again. No, just ask yourself how you got there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, sunglasses (laughs) in the dark. I I know it's kind of an extreme thing, but you see what I'm saying. Falling down the flight of stairs. How did you fall down a flight of stairs? Oh, I was pulling a shirt off over my head or putting a shirt on my head. So I wasn't, I was getting dressed while I was walking down the flight of stairs, Mm -hmm. missed a step and fell down the flight of stairs. 
Yeah. So what could you, what got you there? Well, why were you putting your shirt on as you're walking down the flight of stairs? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we put the shirt on and then walk down the flight of stairs mm-hmm. or walk down the flight of stairs, then put the shirt on? Yeah. Why were we in such a hurry, in such a rush? And why was there the need to do both at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, 1.0 is all about literally the energy that we're going to build on in another podcast of this year to keep you in the victim rescue abuser mm-hmm. It's 1.0 wants something outside of you to be the proof. 1.0 wants something outside of you to tell you 1.0 wants to sabotage you wants to make your life living fucking hell with mm-hmm. this story and with mm-hmm. this voice. Mm-hmm. It's the recognition of the voice. So here's yeah. the, here's the big nugget and the takeaway of this whole thing. When I say that we've never been here consciously before, we've never been here before. I truly mean that in every essence of me because we've never been able to separate out 1.0 and 2.0. 2.0 has never existed for humanity in this body of form. We had to previously die. Mm-hmm. Okay? So for the level of consciousness that is now existing on the planet and moving forward into what you've heard for years, the new world, you, we are now, it's now separated out like never before because for the last four years and eternity, 1.0 just was you. Mm-hmm. You would, you, the flip was you saw 2.0 as something outside of you. Take that in. You saw 2.0 as a higher self version outside of you while you lived in the program, while you lived as the voice inside of you. Mm-hmm. Now it has flipped mm-hmm. and now you are 2.0 And the truth is 1.0 is outside of you and you are guiding yourself. And that's fucking weird Mm -hmm. because we're so used to quote unquote, our higher self or energy or something outside of us to guide it. Now you're embodying it and you're understanding how to feel you're understanding how to operate from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So that is why shit feels weird. Mm-hmm. but you have all the support you have yourself and this is going to be the best year when you don't let this breakup define you and consume you mm-hmm. well and I have some imagery that's coming to me it's so if you were to imagine so you are standing as 2.0 you are literally 2.0 and you're facing a door okay your 1.0 is standing behind you and that's the sabotage that's a victim abuser rescuer jealousy competition and greed okay you are presented with something to work through doesn't matter what it is but it evokes that potentiality to have fear doubt hesitancy what your 2.0 is to do is to walk through this door that sits in front of you because that creates more of a separation between the 1.0 and the Mm -hmm. 2.0 okay Mm -hmm. then when you walk through this door that moves you more so through the feared out hesitancy and lessens that feared out hesitancy so through that first door you go and then what happens when you're through that first door another door presents itself which is another experience another choice whatever you may have within the second door The longer that you hesitate and doubt yourself that you have to do something else to walk through this door, 
then 1.0 starts to creep in through the door that you just walked. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Versus if you just steadfast, continue to to listen and to feel and to trust and walk through these doors, your 1.0 is not going to fucking catch up to you because that to 1.0, that's too many fucking doors to walk through. Yes. So you create more of that separation. Well, 1.0 can't feel the doors. Exactly. It doesn't doesn't even know what to do because it runs from a program state of being. Mm -hmm. So it's it's running from logic so if you start going through doors it's like wait that's not part of my program Mm -hmm. to go through those doors because they're making choices that they wouldn't normally do Mm -hmm. from their Mm 1.0 operating system Mm -hmm. yeah skylar anything to wrap it up i was just gonna say that if you do wind up seeing your ex again (laughs) that's okay yeah Mm -hmm. You know, see well, a lot of people are gonna. Let's lots, lots of people are going to, yeah. and I really hate the fact that people always have this assumption that we have to be perfect, mm-hmm. and we have to see it. We, we have, have to, to see know it, it all, and we have it even happens. So, if you do wind up running back into version 1.0, your ex, pay attention, be conscious to it, and allow yourself to be 2.0 you, around them. You gave yourself the experience, right? Mm-hmm. You gave yourself the experience of being 1.0 or being with 1.0. And you will realize that it's just not a match anymore with who you are. Yeah. And don't who you're be, becoming. And yeah. don't be mad at yourself for giving yourself that experience. It's, again, just slingshotting you or catapulting you further through those doors of version 2.0. Mm-hmm.